Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. So we are continuing with the command of Christ, lay up treasures. I'm going to go ahead and read Matthew 6, where our command is found, starting in verse 19. Jesus says, lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth, where moth and rust doth corrupt, and where thieves break through and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Gabe, as we're talking about the command, lay up treasures, obviously a big part of this is a heavenly perspective. And um, I want to touch on real briefly and quickly just this word that Jesus uses when he talks about laying up treasures in heaven, the word heaven, because I think that it has a very... When I, when I looked into it, I was just like, I kind of had like a light bulb moment. And I'm going to go ahead and read the definition for the word heaven. The word heaven means, through the idea of elevation, the sky. By extension, heaven. And then here's a little parenthetical phrase that just jumped out to me. As the abode of God. By implication, happiness, power, eternity, and then some other things that go along with that. But what stood out to me, Gabe, was that we literally have the privilege and the opportunity as believers to put treasure where God lives. And and what kind of dawned on me, I was like, oh my, of course it's safe. Of course it's protected. Of course it's secure. If it's in the very presence of God, it's where God lives. And just what what a wonderful thought, Gabe, it is to think, I can store up treasures where God lives. How beautiful is that? And I think even as we look at this idea of, or this truth of lay up treasures in heaven and not on the earth, I get this picture too of, um, you know, you hear people kind of just um, talk about investments and investing in the stock market, right? And, 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 and people can spend so much time mm-hmm. and energy investing in the stock market. And obviously there's nothing wrong with investments and handling sure. money wisely. Obviously that can be a good thing. But it's amazing how much time, investment, and resource can be putting into something earthly that's just going to pass mm-hmm. away. And you'll see even people with apps and all the different things and, and right. looking, okay, what's the best investment? When you're thinking about how am I going to invest my money, you're thinking about what's going to be a secure investment? How can mm-hmm. I diversify my investment mm-hmm. so it's a safer thing? What's going to bring the most return on my investment? Right. And all these, all these factors are things that people that are in an earthly way wise in investing on the earth, they're going to be factoring in all those things. Right. But, you know, ultimately, as we set our affections on things above, it's like we realize that our true investment is when we vest in eternity, when we store up our treasure in heaven, because so much time and resource and money is put investing in the things of this world and in the kingdom of this world that's going to pass away. In many ways, it's like you're investing in a stock market that is going to crash if your made (laughs) investment is just on this earth. But it's like our true investment where we should focus as believers. It's like, okay, 
as a believer, I have if we if we have the perspective of God, we're going to see it as okay. Am I going to invest my life into that? Because we're all investing. We're we're all investing our lives into something. Yeah, we're all investors. <laughs> and so, am I going to invest my life in that which is temporal, which will pass away, or am I going to invest my life with that which is eternal? Mm-hmm. And you know, it would be foolish for me to invest my life in that which is temporal and, and is going to pass away, a stock market, if you will, that is going to crash of the things of this world and of self. Right. But when I invest, and the wise thing is to invest and lay up my treasure in heaven, mm-hmm. to store up and to to put my invest my time and my resources into that which is eternal. But to walk in that way, to have that kind of mindset, takes mainly one thing, and that's faith, mm-hmm. right? Because because we can see earthly investment, right? It's we can tangible. see earthly gain. It's tangible, yeah. but we can't necessarily see physically the treasure we're laying up in heaven, right? But you think about, I think about in 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18, it says, for which cause we faint not, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. For a light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And listen to verse 18. It says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So if I'm going to be investing in laying up my treasures in heaven, investing in eternity, then it's going to take faith to see. It says, while we look at the things which cannot be seen, right, where, where it's like the gaze of our soul is fixed on the eternal, and that we know that these earthly things are going to pass away, and so we invest, to invest in eternity, it takes faith. Mm-hmm. Scripture says, it's through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, right? It says um, faith is the substance. Before that, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. And so just the importance of walking by faith and not by sight. If I walk by sight and just the seen and the temporal, I'm going to live for the here and now, and I'm going to invest in that which is going to pass away. But if I walk with the eye of faith, I'm going to, the wise investment, according to the eye of faith, is laying up treasure in heaven. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm reminded of the verse, for without faith is it impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder, right? So we're talking about investments, right? Rewarder of them that diligently seek him. There is a reward that we can lay up in heaven if we seek God with our whole heart. And I think another element to, Gabe, you're talking about faith, and it is absolutely essential to have faith in order to really understand laying up treasures in heaven. I think another element to faith is is understanding, you know what? I am dead to this world. I am dead. And, and, and you say, okay, wait, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Romans 6, 7, 8 puts it clearly that we died in Christ. When Christ Jesus 2,000 years ago died on the cross, he represented all of humanity. But then when he rose, he rose in a life that would represent all those that put their faith and trust in him. And it's a new life. And with that new life comes a totally new value system, totally new perspective, a totally new, um, yeah, just everything is new. It's all new. And realizing that we're dead is 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 critical. And I think Colossians chapter 3, starting in verse 1, puts it very clearly. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. 
Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth, for ye are dead. There it says it so clearly. And your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall we also appear with him in glory. When we realize that in Christ we died to all of sin, to self, to the old way of thinking, to the world's way of thinking— and we now have the mind of Christ. We have his thinking. Realizing that will help us understand, wait a minute, I'm not supposed to be, I, I, I'm not even, I'm not even uh, basically a, a resident of this land. I'm not even a resident of the earth. I am a resident of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and his kingdom. And I'm supposed to be living for him. That takes a whole mind change, but it's, it's, it's the mind change we need to lay up treasures. When I think about how it says, set your affections on things above and not on things of the earth, for ye are dead and your life is mm-hmm. hid with Christ in God. And so it's like, because we died in Christ and we were raised with him to newness of life, it's like we have been given, an, like everything is new. And everything it's like we're is. given a new value system where we begin to value not what the world values, but what the King of Kings, Jesus right. Christ, our Lord and our King, what he values. And so we begin to set our affection on things above, right? Where we, And I think this is one of the keys is as we begin to lay up our treasure in heaven, as we begin to invest our time and our resources and ourselves into the things above, into the things of God, what happens is, is the affection of our heart begins to be set on things above, right? Because mm-hmm. we are dead and our life is hid with Christ in God. So when we begin to invest our time and our resources and really ourselves and laying up our treasure in mm-hmm. heaven, the affection of our heart turns from being focused on the world and on self to being focused and centered on our Lord. Gabe, as we're talking about eternal investments, I uh, a story that kind of comes to mind as we talk about that this is just the life example of of my dad. Um, he had reached a just a little bit of kind of background on this. He had reached a pretty high point in his career, and he was very well to do. Um, we had a farm. We had the the John Deere tractor. We had the Honda four wheelers. We had the pond you could fish in. We had basically everything, but. When God really started working in my dad's heart, he began to see that he had really been storing up treasures upon earth. That those things, which are not bad things, but what had happened was those things were consuming more of his time, more of his focus, more of his love than his relationship with God and his relationship with God investing in eternal things. And what happened was the Lord actually ended up leading my dad to sell our home and a lot of those different things that I mentioned and to get involved in a ministry where we started ministering into the lives of other people. And what that did for me as a kid is it did a couple things. One, it showed me really clearly what is truly valuable. Now, it's fun to have those things and it's fine to have those things, but what is truly valuable? Investing in the lives of others for eternity, that is valuable. And God says that is valuable. And not only that did it show me that, but it it also showed me what I should choose to build my life around, what I should value, and how I should live my life. And in fact, 
That's the reason why I'm still in ministry today is because my dad set that example. And it was a hard one. I mean, it's hard. Scripture even talks about it. You know, those that are rich, it's hard for them to enter into the kingdom of heaven. But that my dad chose to put basically God above all those things and to seek first his kingdom and how that made an impact on my life to show me the importance of laying up treasure in heaven to seek eternal values has really changed my life. That's such a good picture because I think it's, it's, it, it illustrates so well, I think such a key point is that, Nate, when we live for the here and now and mm-hmm. we lay up our treasure on earth and we're all the things that we think are going to get us happiness and think that are going to get us joy and, and we think we are going to get the pinnacle of success and all those things, what we find is ultimately all those things leave us empty and we don't experience true joy. We don't mm-hmm. The things that we think that we can buy or we can acquire or we can have that can make us happy oftentimes really leave us empty. Um, mm-hmm. And that really is the life of laying up treasure on earth, where ultimately we end up with nothing, right? We end yeah. up with, even though we may have amassed all this wealth, it like it ultimately, it, it matters nothing, mm-hmm. right? Whereas what happens is, is when we lay up our treasure in heaven and our affection is set on above, what happens is, is we experience the joy wow. of God. I yeah. think this is part of the reason it says that it's more blessed to give than to receive. See, if I'm thinking earthly, I think, no, me, 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 receive. It's right, more, more blessed right, to receive. Right. But no, it's actually more blessed to give. And the joy that comes when we give and we experience the joy of God that is unmatchable, right? Mm-hmm. And, and and just the joy of giving our time and our resources and our mm-hmm. lives for the Lord and for yep. his kingdom we experience the true joy, mm-hmm. the lasting joy, the joy that no man can take away from us. Yes. It's like, and our and our treasure and our heart is turned towards the Lord. And so it's like, and I think something you probably saw in your dad that inspired you was the joy he had, where his yes. joy wasn't yeah. bound up in yeah. his things. His yeah. joy was bound up in yeah. God now. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's so significant. I even remember when we were when we would go around, when I used to live in Chicago, in the suburbs of Chicago, and we used to do a little bit of caroling, and we'd go in these really nice neighborhoods, and we'd sing, and they'd be big, fancy houses, and I mean, I mean, millions of dollars, and cars, and all these things, and we would go up to carol and sing at that house, and whatever, and I remember seeing the people come out as we were singing, and many of them were not saved, I, 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 at least that's what it perceived, seemed to be, but it was like they had all these things, but you know, you'd look at their faces, and you wonder, but do they have happiness? Mm-hmm. And I think many of them didn't. Many mm-hmm. of them, it's like they had all so much of the worldly success they had so much treasure here on earth and yet so much sorrow therewith to use like mm-hmm. what the scripture talks about how, how in many ways scripture talks about how riches can pierce through with with many sorrows mm-hmm. but just how when we lay up treasure in heaven when when, when we realize that our, our 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 happiness is not dependent on the things we own it depends on it's to actually our happiness and our joy is dependent on who we know and that's the lord that's and who right. knows us right yes. and our relationship with him then we have a joy and a peace and a confidence that comes from laying up in our treasure in heaven mm-hmm. and not on the earth And that's freeing, Gabe, because I guess if I'm believing and I'm thinking the thought that, wait a minute, my joy is dependent upon what I possess, whether it's the house, whether it's the car, whether it's the gun, whether it's the boat, whether it's the, I mean, you could go down this huge list, whether I have this many likes on Facebook or that many views on Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is, if that's where I feel like my joy is all tied to, it's like I'm a slave to that. I'm bound to that. And really, honestly, at the end of the day, it's not really 
joy at all. And what happens is the moth corrupts exactly. it, the rust corrupts it, and the you gotta keep it up. Steal it. Yes, you gotta keep it up. And in the end, you've lost it. You've all. You've lost it because all. although you may have all these things, it's like it all gets eaten yes. up, and it you you you're left empty. Right. And to know though that our joy is in a person and in a relationship with Jesus Christ and that we can lay up treasures in heaven that nobody can take away, that no rust can corrupt, that no moths can eat it. It's, it is just such a reassurance of just, just the power and the love of God. And for our listeners, we hope that this has encouraged you. We hope that this has prodded you. One thing I would, I would like to say in conclusion is, it takes faith. It takes faith to see that this is applicable to your life. Um, the natural eye is not going to see the things, as, we, as we've talked about, that are eternal. It's not going to see the value of laying up treasures. It's not going to see um, the value in those things that are eternal. But the spiritual eye will. Do you have a spiritual eye? Is God developing in that in you? Have you been convicted? And I would just encourage you, get in the word of God. One of the first ways as a believer you can develop the quality of faith in your life is by abiding, meditating, and just continuing the word. One of the scriptures that is just really prominent in that way is faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We develop an ear by being in the word, and that develops faith and trust in God as we continue in that way. So I just encourage you, continue in the word, go deep in your walk with the Lord, and really evaluate, what am I investing my life into? What do I see as valuable? Do I see what God sees as valuable? Or am I just basing value upon something based off of what other people think or say or do? So that's our challenge to you. We hope this has encouraged you and we look forward to you guys joining us on our next episode. God bless you. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.